to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. If you have been struggling with stubborn health problems and you are looking for a way to heal naturally without the overwhelm, then you will want to stay tuned for this amazing episode. Kyria Marie is my wonderful guest today. She is a holistic nutritional consultant, health coach, certified holistic doula, yoga teacher, functional blood chemistry analyst. Kyria helps clients achieve peak performance and heal stubborn chronic health issues by overcoming the underlying root causes of imbalance without medication or countless hours of meditation. She brings over a decade of experience combining both modern science and ancient wisdom to support natural healing from anywhere in the world. Kyria and her team specialize in functional blood chemistry analysis to get clients real answers and clarity on what exactly is out of balance in their bodies. Then they create a custom personalized health program using nutrition and lifestyle strategies to help clients get better faster. And who doesn't want that? So welcome to the show, Kyria. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So this is a topic that I absolutely love and it's kind of my side hobby. So I'm so excited to have you on the show. But it's so fun to be here. You're so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So I want to know what sparked your interest in this career of yours? Really, it was out of necessity. Um, I mean, actually, when I was a little, little tiny child, I loved health and I loved the idea of helping people to heal naturally. And I always share when you know I was on the playground and my friends would scrape their knee going down the slide. I was that friend that would run to the bathroom and get wet paper towels and patch them up. So I was always intrigued by it, but I kind of forgot about that passion until many, many years later when I became a public school teacher and I loved my job teaching and I loved my students, but um, my health really started to crash and burn just as a result of being at school from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. every single day. And I just had to learn how to fix myself. And I tried some conventional methods and it didn't work. And I just kept trying. And um, I finally found a holistic nutritionist who just illuminated my world through functional blood chemistry analysis. And so many of the things that I had been struggling with just healed pretty easily and pretty quickly once I knew those root causes of imbalance. So it just became fun after that, just to be able to heal and to help others do that as well. Right. Yes. So many, many years ago, I learned about functional medicine and I'd never even heard it before. And I was hoping that you could share with the listeners, what's the difference between functional medicine versus maybe like going to your regular GP and where do we see the benefits in going to someone that is more focused on what you do? Right. So functional medicine, there's a lot of different ways of interpreting it, but essentially it's more holistic, right? So it's not just trying to treat disease or just focus on the symptoms, right? Sometimes in conventional medicine, we see um, a lot of different like band-aid approaches, right? Somebody has irritable bowel syndrome and then they get, you know, Tums or Pepto-Bismol or something like that versus really having a practitioner or a consultant or a coach just guide you through 
why is that actually happening in the first place, right? So oftentimes with like functional nutrition, we really dig deep and help our clients to find those answers of like, okay, we see that these are the symptoms, you know, maybe there's depression or gut issues or severe stress or adrenal fatigue, you know, weight imbalance, whatever it might be. And then it's our job to help, you know, do that heavy lifting and that detective work to see not only how to fix this for the long term, right, but also why did it happen in the first place, right? So that way we can really understand. And as humans, you know, these social creatures that we are, it really helps us to know why things are out of balance. So um, kind of in a nutshell, I would say that's a big difference between conventional methods and functional methods is just looking at everything, you know, like mind, body, some of us, you know, mind, body, spirit, um, and really looking at the body as a whole, not just seeing, oh, there's issues with the gallbladder let's remove the gallbladder, (laughs) right? Right. It's like, okay, maybe there's issues with the gallbladder. Like what's going on? How can we fix this? How can the gallbladder heal and come back and, you know, be a functioning part of the whole system? Right. I think as a society, we've almost just been programmed to accept whatever our regular GP tells us. And if it's up, your, your gallbladder's going bad, then we're going to remove it. We're so easy to just say, okay, all right, let's schedule that surgery and get it done. Mm -hmm. But we're just, we're, we're really losing the concept of, well, maybe we can fix it or what's the root cause? Why is it going bad? And what can we do to stop that, right? And that's where you come into play, correct? Yes. Okay. And what methods do you use to get to that point? What what tools do you use? Yeah. So the biggest tool in our toolbox is really, you know, caring about the client as a whole. And that may sound silly, but really recognizing that they are a complete human, right? So it's not just looking at their blood pressure, just looking at their blood work, or just looking at, you know, the weight on the scale or whatever it might be that might happen in some other offices. It's really recognizing that they're a complete complex human, you know, with a health history, with a past and also with health goals. So vision for the future, I would say is the first step. And then beyond that, really, we love to use functional blood chemistry analysis, which sounds like a mouthful. We call it FBCA for short. And that really dives into people's blood chemistry. We also do a urinalysis. Sometimes we do stool tests. That way we can see exactly what is happening inside of the body on a cellular level. And it's our belief that we have all the answers within. We just need to know how to read it, right? How to be able to process that data and understand because Even if two clients have the same health issues, there's most likely two very different solutions because everyone's unique, right? So we use the functional blood chemistry analysis to see what's going on, what's out of balance, and also to celebrate what is perfectly in balance as well. Right. And with a functional blood chemistry analysis, that is, that's pretty intense, right? It's not just, uh, you know, your standard labs that you go into for your routine checkup. Right. Yeah, I guess intense. <laughs> intense could be one way of looking at it or, you know, very comprehensive or enlightening. Um, but yes, it's very, very thorough. So it is, you know, some of the similar markers that people might do when they go in to get like a CBC with their standard practitioner. So, you know, people might still be testing the same markers like glucose, for example, but it's the way of interpreting it that looks so different. So instead of getting, you know, a standard blood panel done where then it says everything's normal or, you know, either like everything's good, but this one thing is out of balance. When we look at it through the functional blood chemistry perspective, we're actually able to see a whole spectrum. So 
let's see, how do we say this? Really conventional tests are, in essence, comparing you to the average American, which mm-hmm. unfortunately we know the average American is not very healthy, right? Six right. out of 10 Americans have at least one chronic disease. Four out of 10 Americans have two or more chronic diseases. And if you think about most Americans who are going in to get like their blood work done, usually it's a reactive approach, right? They don't feel good, so then they go get their blood work done. So we're really looking at a very skewed model. So we don't want to just compare you to the average. We really want to compare you to optimum health, right? So like right. you were saying, this is one of your your side hobbies, one of your passions, you know, things that you do because we really want to optimize our entire life. So when we're looking at it from a functional perspective, we're able to see this is perfectly imbalanced, like the perfect glucose, not the average. And right. then we get to see what's a little bit off, a little bit high, a little bit low, like starting to be signs of micro imbalances, which add up to be, you know, health problems. Um, And then we can also see what's really severely out of balance. Right. I love that you pointed that out because, I mean, I don't want to be just average health because statistically speaking, average health is not feeling very well. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I've had enough of not feeling very well in my life. So I, I think a service that you provide would be absolutely amazing to really dig into the crux of where is the root as, of what is not making a person feel very well. Yeah, it's so helpful. You know, it does take a, a pinch of courage, but that's about it to, to do the test because then you can really just learn so much. And, you know, a lot of our clients had said that they had tried and tried and tried to get answers or to get results and just nothing was working, right? And they would get other tests done with conventional practitioners and they would say, everything's normal, it's all fine, but they would know that they weren't feeling well, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're able to really dive deep and look at it, and sometimes we do see that everything is is pretty much okay, but there are a few things out of balance, but then this person is feeling the symptoms of it. It's the best, right? Prevention really is the best cure. And I love the metaphor of driving down the road. And imagine if it was just a green light and then all of a sudden it turned red. You'd have to screech on the brakes, right? You'd have to be very reactionary. That's scary versus if you see the yellow light. And that's kind of like what functional blood chemistry analysis is. It it gives you a little warning. It gives you a heads up. You just slowly push on the brakes and then you're fine. Right. And what I really think is uh, just awesome and should be the standard is that so once we see the yellow light, you're all about, okay, well, what, what can we do with your diet or what supplements or what type of exercises or getting into maybe emotional bodies versus your doctor being, oh, you know, you're in the range of okay, so we'll see you in six months or we'll see you in a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, exactly. And when we do spot those imbalances earlier on, then, you know, so many diseases, so many chronic diseases really can be reversed and prevented through diet and lifestyle, right? So especially for people who are health oriented or who just want to live a long, happy, healthy life and have their brain and their body, you know, even in elder years, it's really, really helpful to just learn and just say, okay, what is going on? Um, And then we can support that through diet and lifestyle. And again, every single client is different. So each program or model that we put together is unique based on that client. You know, some of them might want to use Reiki or crystals or more coaching, right? Some of them might want to use like nature therapy. 
um, supplements clearly, and even just the food. I had one client who I've been working with for a couple of years now, and she's amazing, and she's in her 70s, and you know, she would tell me that she would always try and get healthy. She felt these symptoms, you know, just like depression, gut issues, different things for decades, decades mm-hmm. and decades, and then she would just eat really healthy. She'd eat a lot of spinach and almonds and all these foods, and it turns out that those foods are not good for her. <laughs> so she, you know, no spinach for her, no almonds for her. And she just said in the other day in one of our meetings, she's like, I think that this goes back to childhood when I would eat these foods and just not feel good. Right. So we of course don't want people to suffer for decades when it's so easy to just figure out what works for them. Right. So in today's environment, you know, it's really stressful and there's a lot of illness, unfortunately, due to that. How does stress and inflammation play into the disease and poor health? Mm, how does it not? <laughs> right. It's like the root <laughs> of everything. Um, the million dollar question. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's so, so, so connected. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And what's really interesting is we can see it in the blood. Like there's um, a woman and her partner and we've been doing their labs for a while now and working with them and, you know, it's been going really well. They've been doing good. And then we did their labs recently and it, their inflammation markers had increased. So I kind of asked, I was like, what's been going on? And they had just moved. They like sold their house. They moved. They were in that whole transition. So they just had more stress, right? And not necessarily bad stress, but they had more life stress. So it was interesting for them to see that in the blood. And of course, you know, they're taking steps now to lower their stress and inflammation, but it is really helpful to know that mind, body, mind, body, spirit, it really is all connected. So when we think of inflammation, the key word there is kind of like flame, right? Like fire and inflammation really manifests in the body in unique ways based on each person. And there's kind of four main ways that people can see it in their own bodies. So the first one, most common one that we see is through the gut barrier. So things like IBS or, you know, diarrhea or constipation or just bloating or gas or just not feeling very good in their stomach. The second is through the blood-brain barrier. So feeling like depression or anxiety or migraines or headaches or brain fog or poor memory. The third is through the skin barrier. So things like eczema or acne or rashes or bruising easily. And then the fourth is through the lung barrier. So more things like sleep apnea or allergies, um, you know, not really breathing very well. So those are kind of the four main areas that people can think and reflect on themselves. Like how is inflammation expressed in my body? Right. And I just want to kind of go back a little bit. So if you're having, um, say you're having psoriasis or you're having um, eczema, that's because it's coming, what is happening inside is coming out. Is that not correct? Is Yes. Oftentimes that is what we see. I mean, sometimes like on the skin specifically, there could be like a topical um, you know, aggravant, but oftentimes it is what's inside is coming out. Some sort of inflammation, some sort of imbalance. I mean, even if it was like a lotion or a topical cream that was really bothering somebody, we should be able to kind of like digest and deal with that and release those toxins. But if we're not, then it's not necessarily a bad sign, right? It's kind of like moving beyond good or bad. It's just learning to love our own unique bodies and seeing what serves us the best. That's beautiful. Yes. Let's dive into gut health just a little bit as well. So how does one know if they are having digestive issues? What what are some signs? 
so digestive issues, I mean, those ones are pretty clear. There's a lot of things in the body that people might not be able to feel like, you know, their cholesterol levels or their CRP levels or, you know, the white blood cell count and fibrinogen. But usually with digestive issues, people are very aware of it, right? So, I mean, diarrhea, like make frequent bowel movements, right? Or constipation, lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody, everybody really should be having one, two, or three bowel movements every single day. And the vast majority of people are constipated. So that's so important because we do most of our detoxing through our bowel movements, right? So through urine or stool or even through exhaling or sweating, but most of it is through our bowel movements. So what goes in must come out, right? And that's just like at the root of so many different diseases and um, just stress and symptoms that we see in, in our clients. Unfortunately, right. it definitely can fix that. Um, but, you know, just bubbling stomach, gas, really we should eat, And then we should not feel hungry. That's what should happen after we eat food. We shouldn't feel like a natural high. We shouldn't feel depressed. We shouldn't feel like we have to run to the bathroom. We shouldn't really necessarily feel anything after we eat food other than not hungry. um, If we're thinking about just supporting our body on like a nutrition level. So with digestive issues, it can really vary, um, but they are so common. I'm glad you asked that question. Right. Yes. Well, I, you know, I know a lot of people that have um, heartburn and things of that nature and mm-hmm. so many people have it. And it's like, that's, that's not normal. <laughs> that's, no. that's not good health. We have some problems here if, if we're having these experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. Heartburn is so common. GERD, you know, people feeling like they need to like cough a lot or they get this like mucus in their throat. Like that is we don't want to live like that. Right. Right. I mean, we just want to be able to enjoy our lives. And a lot of these things, I had one beautiful client who was also in her seventies and she had severe gut issues for over 50 years, over half a century. It was like severe IBS, which, you know, that stands for irritable bowel syndrome, which doesn't really stand for anything, right? Like it's not, it's one of those diagnoses in the current medical model that says, the bowel is irritated, <laughs> but, but it doesn't really give why. people, right, exactly. It's like, well, why is it irritated? Um, because then when you know why, you know, it's like being a little kid again, asking why, why, why? Um, and then anyways, we started working together and within 90 days, her gut was like totally healed. Her migraines were gone. And it was just so great to see that. And I mean, it makes me really grateful to do this work and also a little bit sad that it's not more common because, you know, people dealing with these issues for over half a century is just like unnecessary. So, um, yeah, but the hope is, you know, that there's so much that we can do to help support it. Right. And would you mind jumping back to that specific instance that you were just sharing mm-hmm. with us and, and would you mind shedding a little light onto what was at the root of that by chance? Was it her diet? Was it, was it something that she was lacking? Yes. So with that client, there was an underlying infection that we helped clear. So that oftentimes is connected. And that sounds really scary, an infection, but you know, there's a lot of different bacteria and bugs in the gastrointestinal system. So sometimes things just get out of balance. Mm -hmm. Um, And then definitely her diet too. She did have some food sensitivities that once she eliminated those foods, lo and behold, her symptoms went away. Um, And then there was a couple of like vitamin deficiencies too, that we worked on together. So yeah, it was just, it seemed pretty simple. I mean, and not everybody, you know, within 90 days, some, sometimes, people are faster than that. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but she had really incredible results because she just, she was grateful to learn what was wrong. 
right? It was like that pinch of courage that we learned about earlier. And then she was just committed. She's like, all right, I'm just going to try this, like an experiment, see if it works. And then, you know, cleared the infection, balanced out some of the vitamin mineral deficiencies. Oh, boy. Which leads me to one of my favorite topics, which is vitamin and mineral deficiencies. I know our soil is being depleted Mm. and a lot of the fruits and vegetables we get in the store these days don't even Mm -hmm. hold the value of the vitamins and minerals that they used to even a couple decades ago. Exactly. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, it's it's just tragic really, but it just it's also just the reality, right? So yes, our world is very different now than what it used to be. And even for many of us, you know, our for some of us, our parents, for many of us, our grandparents, for all of us, our great grandparents, you know, they were just eating real food. Mm-hmm. It was basically all organic food. It was real food, even if it was, you know, uh, like birthday cake or something, it was real flour and real butter. And, you know, they made real frosting from scratch. It was right. like from a frozen tube. So that's just huge in and of itself, just to eat real food. Um, but what you're saying about our soil, you know, or even our water is so heavily contaminated and people are testing their water. You know, they're seeing, you know, trace amounts of like birth control or other prescription drugs in there, which is just affecting everybody. Um, but our soil for sure. So you know, sometimes I'll talk with people and um, they just say that they want to get all of their vitamins from their fruits and vegetables. And they don't want to take, you know, any supplement, even if they see in their blood work in their own body that they're deficient in some things. And it's just the way that it is now, you know? Yeah. So there was a, one study that showed that the orange juice that they were making for like school lunches, right? In the public school system, the oranges that they were buying to make that orange juice literally had zero (laughs) vitamin C in it, like zero, none. Um, Just because, you know, and then you get into like genetically modified. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot there. And I believe that we can turn that around within our lifetime. And there's a lot that we can do and clearly making our own compost and our own soil and growing our own food. But that's not realistic for everybody. I mean, supporting farmers markets. But again, you know, if people can do that, then they should. Um, But sometimes we really do need a supplement. And then again, not all supplements are made equal. You know, many, many supplements are filled with horrible fillers and contaminants where then it's just, that's where people get lost. You know, that's where I used to feel stuck and just frustrated for years. I was like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what supplement to take. Like everything is confusing and contradictory. People are saying different things online or on the news or whatnot. And that's where I just say, go back to yourself, right? So when you can look at your own body and your own blood and see what you need, then you can just follow your your own self. Right. I know I've been in that situation where you just feel lost after a while. It, it becomes overwhelming. And I would assume that's why it's so important to have a guide, an expert such as yourself to help kind of guide each of us along the way and make the best decisions for our own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you said that to be a guide along the way. And one of my college professors would say that, you know, I'm a guide on the side, not a sage on the stage. And I love that. <laughs> and it stuck with me because that's, you know, how I feel in the work that I do is like, really, I'm a guide on the side. You know, it's not like you must, you know, eat this exact meal plan or do this exact thing. It's it's really, you know, just designed for each unique person. And we meet everybody where we're at. You know, some people are are single moms working full-time jobs and they really need a very specific 
plan or they, you know, want to find healthy foods that their kids will like too. Or, you know, other people are recovering from a trauma and they really, you know, are not even thinking about supplements right now. There's other work that needs to happen on a spiritual, emotional level. So that's where, again, it just helps to work with somebody who will support you as an entire person, not just looking at the numbers on the page. Right. Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up emotions just now. Now, could you talk a little bit about the impact on our emotional wellness and our health? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it's so critical and it kind of ties back in with inflammation and stress with disease, but our emotional wellness is just so intimately connected and I really believe that it's all connected, our mind, body, and spirit. So, you know, when we're happy and we're feeling joyful, then, you know, it actually affects our body on a cellular level. Of course, they did this research study talking about gratitude, which I'm sure we've all heard about gratitude and the benefits of that, but, you know, really connecting it to CRP, which is a reactive protein. And it's really, really connected to like heart disease and stroke. And it's a really important inflammation marker in the body. So you want it to be underneath one. Um, and many people have it very high. So they were connecting this gratitude, like our emotional wellness with inflammation in the body on a cellular level. And what they found was that if you write down three things that you're grateful for every night, actually write it down like pen and paper and not, um, on a computer or phone, but actually physically writing it down, just three things, you know, it could be, I'm grateful for Gretchen. I'm grateful for, you know, my dog and I'm grateful for the sunrise or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that actually helped to lower their CRP, which was really nice to see, you know, again, that connection with mind body of just practicing more emotional wellness, like what we think about, we bring about, and then seeing the benefits in the blood, in the body, and of course, just in how we're feeling. So it's absolutely essential, you know, self-care, laughing, spending time with loved ones, feeling gratitude, not sweating the small things, like all of that is true. Yes, I love that. Thanks for sharing that information. So I'm curious, what are the greatest challenges that you're seeing in your patients? Are you seeing a common thread? Um, In my clients, I mean, stress has been so, so critical, especially just in the world these days. In the past Mm -hmm. couple of years, there's been a huge amount of mental stress and just, you know, depression and anxiety. And of course, that's connected to, like when we think about serotonin, which, you know, many people say it's like our happy hormone. Um, most of our serotonin is actually in the gut, right? So in, you know, in our gut microbiome. And then when we connect like, oh, depression with like gut symptoms or, you know, something like that heartburn or gastric reflux or whatever it might be, it's just um, really interesting, you know, from a professional perspective, looking at how it's all connected, but definitely stress and mental health more specifically recently. Gut challenges are so, so, so common as well. And there's a lot of research and I think it's becoming more well-known in the mainstream how critically important our gut health is. So people are doing things, which is great, like taking probiotics or eating more high fiber foods. But then again, it just goes back to, is that the right food for you, right? Or is that the best probiotic since there's so many different options out there? Right. What are three top things that you think that we could do today to improve our general health? Hmm. What are three top things that we can do? Well, the first is just breathe. So we could take a deep breath right now. Take a nice deep breath in. And let it out. <laughs> so, you know, definitely breathing is the first thing. We really need 
two things. Well, I, I guess I could say three things to answer this question. Um, but essentially, we need like two things to survive as a physical species, and that's oxygen. So breathing is so helpful. Even just if we're starting to feel our cortisol levels rise or our stress rise, you know, anything like that, just breathing in and breathing out. Somebody recently showed me, you know, if you put your hand out and you look at it in front of you and you look at all five of your fingers or however many fingers you may have, and you start on your pinky side, right? Whatever side that is, whatever hand you're looking at. And then you just inhale up to the top of the pinky and then exhale down and then inhale up to the top of the ring finger and exhale down. Essentially, it's just five deep breaths, right? But I really love that image and just that tool to be able to use our own hands. You know, maybe we're in a board meeting or in traffic or whatever it is, and you can just like take five deep breaths. So that's really, really helpful to do, not to mention all the different healing powers of oxygen. Clearly, there's like breath work practices and meditation and things that people can do to deepen their breath. But breathing is one. And then the second thing that we really need to survive is fuel. So for most of us, that's glucose. Some people are doing the ketogenic diet and some of those people are actually doing it correctly where they're burning ketones as fuel. But you know, for most of us, it's glucose. So we need some sort of fuel. So eating food, you know, real food, eating the right food for your body, food that makes you feel good would be, I guess, the second thing. And then the third and most important, I would just say is love. As cheesy as that may sound, you know, it ties in with your emotional wellness question that you asked earlier. And I would say starting with self-love, even if it's just for one minute a day, right? If it's lighting a candle or it's just walking outside for a second or you know, putting on some nice music and dancing for one song. If people don't already have a good self-care practice, just doing one tiny little thing, um, using the nice china or, you know, the special coffee mug, whatever it might be to just add a little bit more love into your day. Those are wonderful tips. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm -hmm. Can you touch a little bit on there is no such thing as one size fits all when it comes to healing? Yes. Yeah, there is no such thing as one size fits all <laughs> when it comes to healing. I mean, at least in the work that we do, like we don't fit our clients into our box. You know, it's not like this is the only meal plan and this is the only supplement and this is, you know, the only exercise or whatnot. It's like really just custom to each person. So there is no such thing as one size fits all. And, you know, that's what I think is a um, a challenge in our current medical model where, you know, different people come in and then they get the same treatment plan. And of course, there are definitely times where those, you know, pharmaceuticals or those treatment plans are necessary. But I just want to know that that person or that patient or that client is really getting all of their needs addressed, right? Not just the symptom, because sometimes that feels like a band-aid approach, right? It's like, okay, somebody's feeling depressed. So then they get, you know, this antidepressant. But then, what else? You know, what about like healing that past trauma or what about restoring their trust in others or what about practicing healthy communication skills or what about learning how to establish boundaries, right? There's like so many different things beyond that because again, we are these like spiritual beings in physical bodies having a human existence. So just making sure to get that multi-dimensional approach and it's not one size fits all. So at least it's what we do. You know, we really do a really thorough health intake form to learn all about people, mind, body, and then also, of course, their functional blood chemistry analysis. So we like to call it using both ancient wisdom and modern science, using that fusion and that synergy to give our clients their own custom, you know, I guess, tailor fit program versus just like a one size fits all approach. 
Oh, that's wonderful. I love the fact that you're really diving deep into the intake form because often, you know, we do have illness or disease in our body if we've had some sort of trauma or other challenges in our life. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get to the root of that or we don't recognize it and help heal that, then we might put a Band-Aid on it for a while, but it's sure to come back up again if we don't Mm -hmm. really address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it comes back with a vengeance, right? Yes. <laughs> so if we're thinking about, you know, really being in harmony with our body, then when these symptoms do come up, you know, whether it is that heartburn or it's just fatigue or it's fearing feeling irritable, you know, whatever it might be, tight muscles in our shoulders or our neck, like all of those, I would just say, again, are not bad, but it's almost like our body asking for our attention, right? It's like, hey, look at me. I need help, you know, or I just need a massage or I need, you know, this vitamin or whatever it might be. So it's that little warning light. It's that yellow light before it turns red. And if not, if I guess I'll say when, when we listen to those symptoms or those signs, then we can just better support ourselves and and fix it, right? And come back to our optimum health. But exactly like you said, if we ignore it or brush it under the rug or just keep, you know, taking Advil or Tums or whatever it might be, then we might get that short-term relief. But is it really going to support us for the best in the long term? Exactly. I understand you have an offer for the listeners. Would you mind sharing a little bit about your free webinar that you have? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we dive deep, deep, deep into all of this and so much more for anybody who wants to learn about, you know, different ways of healing chronic health issues naturally and really how to transform your body and reclaim optimum health now. And I just believe that this should be public knowledge because I searched high and low for years and struggled for a lot longer than I needed to. And I know many of my clients have the same. So just for anybody who wants to check it out, they would just visit my website, which is kiriahealth.com. K-Y-R-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And then our free webinar is online there and you can just sign up and check it out. And if our listeners are interested in connecting you on social media, where can they find you? Great question. So it would be at Kiria Health. Again, K-Y-R-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H on Instagram or Facebook. You all are more than welcome to email us too at info at Kiria Health if there's anything that we can do to support you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Again, I just really appreciate you coming on the show today, Kyria. This information is really, I think, just absolutely at the root of what we need to do to heal ourselves, truly. So, and that's what I love about what you do. You truly get to the root of it. So thank you so much for your time today, getting this information out. And for our listeners that are interested in truly healing themselves, get in touch with Korea today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the work that you're doing and your listeners as well. It takes that pinch of courage, right, to dare that we can have a a better, more beautiful, more healthy life. And when we do, we can just help to share our our gifts with the world all the more. So thank you for everything. It was a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure. And I just want to remind everyone that's listening today, you are located in Hawaii, correct? Yes, I am. However, you take clients from all over the world. 
Correct. Yeah, we work with people all over the world. You know, thanks to the internet and everything these days, we can definitely do that with with ease. So we do host workshops and retreats and special events and things like that out here in Hawaii. But um, absolutely for you know the functional blood chemistry analysis, everything that we're talking about today, that can happen from anywhere. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Smith. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can reach out to me at GretchenSmithCoaching.com. And as always, please connect with me on Instagram at Gretchen Smith Coaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. In addition, if you found value in this episode of Spiritual Life Management, please like, subscribe, and share. This helps us reach more listeners. I hope you have a wonderful day and namaste.